on what Chris asked me to talk about is essentially the state of the internet, which was what's happening out there? What trends are we seeing kind of across the board, not just in our industry, but across the board, stuff that we can bring in to our programs in the online world and how things are changing. Um, so we're going to really be talking real quickly here about really one of the biggest trends that's been happening out there. We've been seeing this. It's been coming now for a year or two. It's hit the tipping point now. And I, I want to work with you guys on how to actually take advantage of this. And if you haven't realized it, our consumers are changing. The millennials are redoing how we do everything. And what's happening is they're now making the buying decision before they enter what we would call the normal sales funnel. So they're making the decision before they call you, before they tour. They've already made their decision. They know who they're going to enroll with or one of two. It's scary how much decision they've made. In fact, it's estimated over 60% of that buying decision is made. So that's why I say, you know, it's you, another one, two. It's pretty much yours to lose when they call you. When they hit that classic sales funnel, when they hit your website half the time, they've already made 60% of their decisions because they have found information elsewhere. All of this is before they call you. So if you're not pushing stuff ahead, you need to. You know, they've already been on social media. As soon as they found out they were pregnant, one of the first questions they did is they went on to Twitter. You know, who's daycare? Where do I go? Asking the mob because they want the answer from people just like them and they trust the random people across the web and Twitter and Facebook who is best. So they've already been, they've already asked, you know, they've been to Facebook, they've been to Twitter, they've gone to YouTube and searched for information on how to find childcare. What should they be looking for? Who matters? Who's good? You know, uh, they've gone to review sites. They've gone to, you know, Google, Google Places, Yelp. Um, depending on what city you're in, I've actually been seeing Angie's List has been growing as a place for childcare, daycares, preschools has been growing very rapidly. Uh, they also just changed their model. Uh, the last couple weeks, they brought the price down uh, by like. Well, it used to be 40 bucks a year. I think it's now 10 bucks a year for people. So it's now at that point where it's worth it. So uh, Angie's List is going to be one of those big ones that's going to be coming out. Uh, they've also done research about you online. They've gone to not necessarily your website. They've typed in, what's the best child care in Atlanta? What's, you know... How do I find child care in Atlanta? What are the bad child cares in Atlanta? They've already done all that research. All that's happened before they ever called you. And this is now called, this moment in time is called the zero moment of truth. It used to be called, you know, there used to be this, this thing called the first moment of truth, which is consumers used to say, hey, I need laundry detergent. They would drive to the store, they'd walk into the, Aisle, they'd walk down to the laundry detergent and they would stand there in front of the laundry detergents and figure out which one they wanted to buy. How many people do that now? Almost none. 
Now everyone's already decided what laundry detergent they want. They walk in, they grab it, they throw it in the cart, and they walk out. And they probably use the self-scan so they actually never, have it, never interact with a single person. So this zero moment of truth is now when people are making the buying decision and they start. It is the point of time when a prospect picks up that tablet, that smartphone, that computer, goes online and starts researching the buying decision. What you see now is you see people, they get that stimulus. They see an ad. They have a need. What do they do? You know, if you look at, you know, look at what I do. I watch television with my iPad next to me because I'll get a question. I'll be like, oh, what was that? Or I'll see an ad about something that I'm curious about. And I will go online and research it. I don't just buy it. I go on and research it. Now, I may also buy it. It's, it's not all, you know, I'm Amazon Prime guy. They love me. My UPS guy hates me. Um, something shows up about every day. Because I go and go, oh, I want that book. Oh, I want this. But it's all done on my iPad. I'm researching stuff online. You know, if I see an ad for anything that I'm curious about, I'll go online and research them first. And this is what your consumers are doing. As soon as they get that stimulus that they need child care, that they need anything, they've gone online and they've researched it. Some interesting facts here. 79% of consumers use smartphones to help with shopping, which means if you are not actively on a mobile phone and do not actually have a mobile site that can be seen well on a phone, they're being ignored. And this is the one that really, I think, is kind of scary. 83% of moms do online research about services that interest them. That includes us. So more than 2 out of 10 have already done, and we're talking full-blown research, not just quick. They've already gone online and checked out all the services that they're interested in before they come to. And they, you know, they are... They are doing research. Here's an interesting number. In 2010, consumers needed 5.3 informations before they could buy, before they made the buying this decision. Now, this is across all industries. I would highly suspect that child care is probably a little bit higher than this. But this means that they've gone to review sites, they've talked to people, they've read brochures, they've gone to consumer reports, all of that. So in 2010, they did 5.3 pieces of information. In 2010, that number was up to 10.4. In one year, people's needs for information doubled. And I know some of you probably think that that's because people have gotten flakier. There's times I think that too. It's not. It's because there's more information out there now. In one year, there's been so much more information created. They now have access to it. And they can access twice as much information in essentially the same amount of time, and they are. So people are researching online before they buy. You know, that was 2011. They needed 10. 2013, I wouldn't be surprised if we're 15 to 20 pieces of information. And maybe one of those or two of those is your website and calling you. All right, so the zero moment of truth is out there. People are making the buying decision before they get to you. So how do we take advantage of this? Um, 
the first thing is you, you need to be found, found online. I think we've kind of talked about this. I, I, I'm not the first person to talk about this. I wrote a whole book on it. Um, you know, you, if you're not online, if you cannot be found online, and be found online easily, this means not page two. Uh, this means not actually below the fold. Uh, the number of people who will, who will scroll down to the bottom of the first page is shrinking rapidly. So you need to be found quickly, and you need to be found easily, and you need to be found where they're looking. So we're talking the information sites, the social media sites, Facebook, YouTube, the review sites. That's where they're looking. If you're not there, you don't exist to them because they've already made the decision. They've picked the one or two or three that they're going to go with. If you're not there, they don't continue to research you. All right, so just real quick how to kind of check to see where you're coming up. This is just a real quick one. You know, Google. Google these. You know, search for your search terms, which would be, you know, daycare Atlanta, child care Atlanta. And this is one of those spots, too, where, where you have to search the term that people are searching, not what you think you are. People are searching for daycare. Yes, we're child care. Yes, you're preschool. Yes, you're kindergarten. They're probably still searching daycare. Um, you know, search, you know, daycare Atlanta reviews or whatever, you know, reviews for your area. What geographic area are you at? And also best ones. Where do you come up? You need to be in the top third of that page. If you're not in the top third, you need to work on it. Um, I know we've had enough other people here talk about search engine optimization, talk about, you know, videos, how to get videos up there. There's, there's numerous ways I can spend an entire day talking about it. I actually will be. Um, not today, though. So you need to be there, and you need to like what you see. This is the other thing which we see a lot, you know. Make sure that what's at the top is what you want to be known for. Is it a good review? Is it a bad review? Does it put your best face forward? You know, just because it's not a bad review, it could be something that's not showing what your unique brilliance is. What is unique about your school? It might not be showing up. So make sure that that top third, when you do those searches, shows up with something that you like and that you want to see. The other thing is you need to be found earlier. Because, again, people are now making these buying decisions significantly earlier than they were. And the easiest way to do this is by answering the questions people are asking. Um, been doing some, some experiments with this with some of our Platinum members. Uh, it's one of the pri privileges of being Platinum is that when I come up with a great new idea, uh, I'll actually sit down and work with, you know, I will put it out there for, for the group to run, run an experiment. Um, so what you want to do is you want to be answering the question because people are searching for information now. They're overloaded with sales messages. They don't trust sales messages. They want information. There's so much information out there, they want it condensed for them. So if you can start answering the questions and the questions that they're asking, you know, how do I find a, a good child care? What is the difference between Montessori and Reggio and this curriculum and that curriculum and, you know, this certifying agency and that certifying agency? I mean, I don't think some of us in the room could fully define those, but people are asking these questions, and you need to be answering them. So what are the questions that people are asking? They change. 
region to region, place to place, you know, uh, psychographic, demographic changes. You know, demographic being the who you are, the psychographic being the why you are, who you are. You know, different people buy for different reasons. First and easiest place to start to find these questions, look at your Google Analytics. It'll show you what people are searching that brings them to your web page. Uh, you should have Google Analytics on your site if you don't. Please do quickly. Um, look on social media. And it doesn't just have to be social media for your area. So it's not just Atlanta daycare questions. Look across the entire country. Look at the stream. See what people are talking about. What are people asking about childcare and daycare on all these different websites? Uh, what are they asking on Twitter? Go there and look. And you can answer these questions specific to your area, but at least you know the question. And you'll see what people are asking quite often. Another great source of finding out what questions people are asking is Yahoo Answers. This is a place where you can go and ask a generic question and essentially crowdsource the answer. This is a great place because you're going to find questions, again, from all over the country that people are asking about childcare and daycare. Go answer those questions. And the final one, or the final two, what are the questions people ask when they talk to you? So when they call in about your program, what questions did they ask? You know, if you hear the question once, you might want to answer the question. If you hear that question twice, I'd go ahead and create an answer. Have that answer. Create a video about that answer. Create an article. Create a blog post. You know, we do this with the Platinums. We do this, you know, what are the top ten questions you get asked? What are the top ten questions you really wish parents would ask, but because you are the experts in the industry, you understand? You know, these, 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 these are what I call the should ask questions. You know, what are the questions parents should be asking when they go into a child care for a tour, and they're not because they don't know what we know? You know, what is your health plan? What is your nutrition thought process? You know, we all say we have one. Or a lot of us do, but what does that really matter? You know, be looking at those questions and, and be answering them. And all you have to do then to, to create the answer, grab a video. You've seen Camille running around with our big, massive camera. Um, I use, I, I didn't bring it up here, um, an iPhone. There's actually a great little program. It's, it's a $2.90 app called uh, or Movie Pro, one of the best out there turns your iPhone into, it actually shoots better pictures than our big camera, not the big ones the crew's using, but, you know, take two minutes. Hey, you know, got this question, here's the answer. Put that up on YouTube. Put a little bit of keywording behind it. Ask someone, hey, would you mind taking this article, or this, what I said here, kind of write it out in, into an article. Average person speaks about 100, 150 words a minute, two minutes, it's going to be Three, four hundred words. Nice article length. Put it up on your blog. Put it up on, on, on your website. Put it up on Facebook, social media, everywhere. You know, so what are the questions? And it's not just about daycare, childcare. It's about, you know, raising kids. 
You know, people are, you know, how do I deal with teething? How do I get my kid to go to sleep? You know, the stuff that parents who might not be with you, but questions that parents are asking, uh, you know, and the typical what to do. You know, what do I do with my kid this weekend? What do I do with the kid over summer? And become, this basically enables you to become the trusted expert. And people want to deal with the trusted expert. I know we've talked about this a lot, that it's that trust factor. People want to work with the expert, and they will call the expert first before they call anybody else. So it's basically yours to lose. Um, you know, people buy from the source of valuable information. They buy from the person who has given them their information, who has helped them, and they do it by an unbelievable uh, percentage. Anyone know who these guys are? Geek Squad. Yep. How many of you have used the Geek Squad? Yep. Did you know the Geek Squad has over 200 videos on everything from spyware removal, Windows 8, the nuances of it, how to install programs, how to get rid of viruses, everything else. All of you that called them and have used them, there's probably a video on their website that they actively promote that would have showed you how not to call them. But yet you called them anyway. They have, you know, the founder, a very smart gentleman, has built, his, built the entire company on the plan of educating people and pretty much educating people not to use him. And he built one of the biggest companies in this industry. Uh, 1994 started with $200. He started making videos before he actually started doing the business. 2007, he has estimated revenues of $1 billion, All by trying to educate people how not to use the service. By providing valuable information. This is him. It's Robert Steffens, is the actual owner. He looks very much like the person in the picture, which I think is funny. Um, or the, his mascots. And here was his entire thought process. Whom are they going to call? Somebody randomly out of the phone book when it still existed, but this is now somebody randomly out of Google Places, out of drive-by, out of, you know, a flyer, or the person who taught them about how to swaddle or why not to. You know, how to deal with those first couple nights, how to deal with teasing. Who are they going to call? They're going to call that expert first. When they decide, you know what, when that stimulus happens that they need child care, they're going to call the expert who's helped them first. Um, here's another great example, which I love. I've actually had an opportunity to uh, meet this individual. He stated, success flows to the organization that informs, not the one that promotes. The millennial generation is sick and tired of being marketed to. They see a marketing thing, and they run from it. Um, we had the question back counter yesterday. Someone goes, oh, I need help with my uh, brochure. Can you help me? And, you know, I need to create a new brochure and make it work. And, yeah, I was trying to be nice. Um, Mr. McQueen was nice enough to be a little bit more blunt <laughs> about it and, like, uh, 
they don't want brochures. That screams of marketing. They're going to ignore it, trash it, walk away from it, and run. They want to be informed. And the organization that informs is going to succeed over the one that promotes because people are going to go to the company that informs them. Interesting story about this. Uh, the, the gentleman who we just saw the quote from there, he owns a place called River Pools and Spas. He is out of Virginia um, area, I believe Washington, D.C. He was doing great. He had a great business, making quite a bit of money up until 2008. Um, anyone else here in real estate, do, do anything in real estate? Especially like additions and adding on? Yeah. How did the pool business go, the adding pools in 2008, 2009? Yeah, kind of not something that went real well. Um, he went from a thriving business in 2007. By 2009, he was essentially uh, dead, almost out of business. The phone had had stopped ringing. Orders had stopped. You know, you couldn't get credit to put in a pool. And he specialized in in-ground fiberglass pools. Talk about a little niche. Uh, we can also talk about the fact he was depressed, scared, and just completely out of ideas. You know, he was beating his head against the wall trying to figure out how to keep his business going because no one, because marketing wasn't working. He couldn't deal with it anymore. So he got this brilliant idea. He'd kind of heard about this concept before. And he, you know, he, he got all these questions about pools. So he just started answering questions. He started off first answering questions that people asked about in-ground fiberglass pools. But then he wandered off and started talking about all sorts of different pools. You know, in-ground, above-ground, cement, salt water versus chlorinated. Just started answering every question about pools. Uh, in the end, he's got over 800 answers. And just every week, he just put up a couple of these answers. Now, this was really, you know, this was 2008. YouTube was still pretty young, not necessarily the easiest thing. So he would just write these out. Yeah, he admits he's, he was not a great writer. If you've read his stuff, it kind of reads like what I write. Um, he started his blog, or his entire website had two, had 20 pages when he started. Um, as of like eight months ago, it has over 850 pages. There was a time, so he's a reseller of these pools. There was a time that he ranked nationwide above the actual maker of the pools. Yeah. He was getting calls from people all over the country saying, hey, I want one of your pools. And he's going, yeah, my service area is about 80 miles. You know, and actually shipping his business off to other people. Think about that if you start answering questions and you start ranking nationwide for a couple things, or region-wide, statewide. Wouldn't that be fun? Here's an interesting one with him, whereas the Geek Squad grew from nothing to billions. In 2007, when things were cranking, he was spending $250,000 a year in advertising to bring in $4 million. After he adopted... Zero moment of truth stuff, how to be informative, how to help people before they bought. Um, in 2011, he now spends $20,000 for 
total in advertising as making more money. So he is what? 10% of the budget less and making equal or slightly more. Yeah. Throw, throw some in there for inflation. Huge, huge difference by just being informative because people want to be informed because he, he had to market like Madden, beat people over the heads. Um, the other interesting thing in talking with him about this is he, you know, his fear was going in there that he would now have trouble with customers and they would know too much and, and, and would kind of be combative. What he's actually found is it actually makes the selling process easier because now he doesn't have to sell. They already know what the advantages are before they come in. You know, your customers would know Montessori, Reggio, Christian, non-Christian, whatever. They already know the answers. They know why coming in the door. So whereas before he had to sit down and do an entire sales process, now people walk in the door and they're like, here's my money. I know I want to work with you, and I want this. He actually has better qualified, better educated consumers who know what they want coming in the door. Wouldn't that be nice? So it has cut his time down the sales process. All right. So now we talk about answering the questions. Obviously, you know, if you answer a question and no one finds it, did you really answer it? So we have to optimize it. Here's one of the best ways to optimize a uh, answer. Regardless of what you think about our current president, like him, love him, indifferent to him, he has one of the best marketing teams towards the millennials I have ever seen. And at, I mean, across the board. You should be watching what he's doing and what his office is doing because they do cutting-edge, state-of-the-art stuff. Uh, if you didn't see during the election, you know, when you went to White House uh, or um, the Obama campaign page, I forget what it was called, what's the first thing that happened when you went to that page? You got a pop-up asking for your name and email address so they could add you to the list right off the bat. So when the health care bill came out, they used this same brilliant tactician. They went out and figured out what is the question that everybody is asking. What is the most asked question about the health care bill? Let's see. Go back here. Um, and they found out that it is, the question that everyone was asking is, what's in the health care bill? They actually created an answer, put it on the White House website, and that, that post, that page was called, What's in the Health Care Bill? Most searched question out there, their answer was number one in search results. So the White House got to give their side of the story before anyone else got to even begin to have a story. They got, got to inform. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why, because they use this kind of stuff, it's one of the reasons that helped push that through. And from last check, I checked about a week ago, if anyone wants to look real quick, I think they're still number one. So just by informing and what's the question that people are asking and answer that exact question. All right. So we now know how to optimize. Let's win at it. First thing I'm going to tell you, you need to put someone in charge. As I think we've learned here so far, if no one's in charge, it's not going to happen. 
just say, you know what, we want you to be the person in charge of creating the information, of being at that zero moment of truth so that customers are there. Now, it could be the same. It's going to probably be the same person, the person who's running marketing, the person who's running social media. But make sure they understand who they are and what they're doing. Realize that this is a process. This is not something that you can do uh, tonight on your flight home and be ranking number one tomorrow and have your program full by Tuesday. You know, this is a um, process. You know, it's, it's a video every couple days. It's an answer once a week. If you look at what Chris and I do with ours, you know, every two weeks we create a uh, video. And if I could get someone actually to run over and grab on top of my computer, there's the uh, forms I need. The key is to jump in and get started with this. Go home, start answering questions. Figure out what those top 10 frequently asked questions are. Start answering them. Uh, did an experiment with, with one of our clients over a couple months ago. We did videos. I actually flew into them, set up an entire light stage, which the whole light stage would have cost uh, 150 bucks to have bought. Um, I flew it in. And we shot 25 videos in three hours. Yeah. Basically one a week for six months. Done. If I want to do every, every other week, it'd be a year. So just jump in and get started. Think about, you know, simple answer. If you did two questions a week, you'd have 104-hour articles at the end of the year. Something else gets you, get you going. Sites with 100 to 200 pages have two and a half times more leads than sites that have less than 50. Make some videos. It's an easy way. And articles. It's a real easy way to go ahead and grow pages and sites. Technically, if you talk to Google, the wonderful folks over at Google, they'll tell you any, anything under 50 pages any website under 50 is considered a microsite. They don't even really consider it to be a full website until it gets over 50 pages. You know, because there's so many of us that have 200, 300, 400 pages. Our website alone, Childcare Marketing, has, you know, we're pushing 300 pages right now. Because you just, we're answering questions. We're putting up real quick, real simple uh, blog posts. We're just answering questions. We're, we're educating you all. And there's a lot of you that have come here because you stumbled across or someone sent you some educational information. You've stayed on our list because we have provided you helpful information, not just sales pitches. Although we provide a lot of sales pitches. Um, all right, so how to grow, grow your inquiries. Um, people have already made the decision before they before you get the chance to sell them. So understand that you need to be there earlier. You need to engage them at the instant they start researching. So you need to be there when they're searching for information, not when they're searching to buy. You need to be found. You need to answer the questions to become the expert and be helpful. You don't have to sell. Just be helpful. Yes, you might lose two, three, four people. You might lose 20% to go, you know what? You're not the right person for me. I'm going to go with this other one. But 
the number that are going to be with you because they love you and because you are the expert is going to way outweigh that. All right, so that's kind of the state of the Internet and what's happening. Questions? I want to mention something before we go to questions, but if we could get a mic or two ready, it's 